0: to another episode of HP Critical. It is a podcast where uh, Jarell, Brandon, Kelly, and Gabe talk all things gaming and this week we're gonna get right into it because we got a lot of shit to discuss and a little bit of time to do it in. Um, I hope you're all doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. It's great to see your beautiful faces for anyone watching. You get to see that you're lucky enough to get to see our beautiful faces every week and for those listening you're lucky enough to hear our beautiful voices every week and thank you for all the wonderful support we've been getting for everyone who continues to watch us and listen to us every week we appreciate it um on to the big news for this week first of all brandon's probably gonna have to leave us at some point so we're gonna start with uh it is switchmas today march 3rd 2022 the switch has been out for five freaking years and uh, my question to you all is do you think that the switch is an essential part of gaming uh, in the gaming, current gaming sphere as it is today?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Do you think that if you don't, do you, okay, I'll rephrase it. If there's someone out there that does not have a Switch, do you think it is essential as an essential purchase for them after five years of being on the market with the games that it's come out with, um, with its utility? Do you think that after five years, it's worth a purchase if someone hasn't bought one by now?
2: yeah. Really, Kelly? You think so? Well, yeah. I mean, what other handheld console can you take anywhere? I mean, do you need one? Yeah, I go like on vacation and shit. I need something to entertain me. What am I gonna do? Not play video games? I mean, you can play on your phone. You can take your PlayStation. You can take your Xbox. You can take your PC. Shit. Well, you can't take your PC camping. And I've played Mario Kart while camping. So technically you could take your PC camping. You shouldn't, but technically you could. Not in a, in a tent. I mean, you could. Also technically you could. You, <laughs> I mean, that would be terrible.
0: Well, Kelly, I mean, you've had your switch, I think the least amount of all of us. Um, mm-hmm. And that is not a shot. I'm sorry if it sounds like one, definitely not a shot against you. Um, How, how do you feel about it now that you've had it so far?
2: I mean... I feel like it's something that I play a lot just because you can just pick it up, turn it on. It's in your hand or it's on your TV. Like it's very easy to use. There's a lot of different ways to use it. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of games on it. Like I play Just Dance on it and Animal Crossing, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot easier to play than a lot of the other stuff. Like starting up a computer, it takes a long time. Starting up the Switch, super easy. Factual, takes seconds. Uh, Brandon. Do you
0: think that the switch is an essential part of gaming after five years?
3: I feel like if you're someone that's like dedicated to the uh, the hobby that is gaming, then yes, I do think it is an essential piece of hardware because really, it kind of changed the game in terms of like what gaming could be if we're being perfectly honest here because it's really what. Finally closed the divide between console gaming and handheld gaming, right? Because if you were on wanted to play these games that like are big, you had to play them at home. And that was pretty much it. Or if you took a console friend's house to your earlier point about uh technically you could take them anywhere, but you still needed a TV essentially or some kind of monitor. Um, but then and then of course you had your handhelds like your your G your Game Boys, your game gears, uh DS, 3DS is whatever there's a handheld. Now the switch was really just all it's 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 in terms of, like, stuff that Nintendo has created, that, like, some of it has, like, ah, that was a cute little gimmick. It's kind of gone now. This is the one that I feel that has made, that made the most sense in probably the last few decades because it's really just feels like something that's just that much more essential. The fact that you can have that TV to play on your big screen or you want to just take it with you and then it's, and it's quick. Like, obviously you could take the console, but it's like, it takes time. You need a whole bunch of equipment. You literally just take a switch and it's right there. <laughs> you got all your games and they play almost all the same whether you're playing console or handheld. Yeah, no, I I really do think it's essential in, 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 that, in that sense that you just do have all these games. And honestly, it does seem like other games uh, and parts of the industry are trying to catch on to that. Like we're seeing Valve Steam Deck, where it's giving you the ability to play your uh, your PC games on the go. So we know that it's something that a lot of uh, other developers are looking at and realizing that this is something special.
0: Um, you know. <laughs> what's so funny mm-hmm. i was thinking that because i was just thinking i've been taking my entire ps5 to my friend's houses to play final fantasy 14 together like if we'll like land 14 or something so like i've been packing my entire ps5 which is actually cheap uh, easier rather not cheaper than packing my pc to take to my friend's house like i just yeah PS5 i can imagine <laughs> now the the steam deck since you brought it up I just watched someone play Final Fantasy XIV on the Steam Deck for 20 minutes and I thought, this is the solution to my problem of packing my fucking PS5. Instead, I could just take the Steam Deck which is like yeah. a bigger switch. And I was like, this is so brilliant. I don't want to keep taking my PS5 everywhere. Now, of course and that's... the screen's smaller, you know, I've got to run on battery. It's not the same experience. The worst part is that I would have to repurchase the, the licenses for the game for PC. Um, because for anyone who doesn't know, you either have a PC license for Final Fantasy 14, or you have a PlayStation license for Final Fantasy 14, or you're crazy like me and you have purchased both. So like I have certain expansions on like PS5 and certain on pc (laughs) yeah um so that would be an issue aside from uh, not really because then they'll have like a bundle for like 20 bucks like you can get like the first four expansions for 20 bucks on pc which is a steal essentially but Mm -hmm. you know the steam deck is a part of that and what i will say about switch because i kind of went off on a tangent there is that yes, the Switch? I think after five years is an essential piece of hardware for any gamer. Um, it has such a huge library of indie titles that I think should be highlighted. So even if you're not trying to play, you know, first party Nintendo games because you don't give a shit about Kirby or Mario like me, um, it is a wonderful piece of hardware for things like, uh, uh, and I'll bring up Breath of the Wild, which I'm sure Gabe is going to bring up eventually, but Breath of the Wild in itself is a video game classic standard at this point, right? Like, it's referenced so often as what open world could be. Um, Mm -hmm. The Switch shows you how far fucking Pokemon has gone. We're about to get an open world Pokemon in 2022. Like, whatever year old me playing Pokemon Crystal doesn't understand that that's a thing. Octopath mm-hmm. Traveler is still one of the best JRPGs ever made in, and ever. Yeah, it's available on Xbox, but it was originally uh, a Switch exclusive. The Switch is great for JRPGs. I'm a huge JRPG fan. If you are a JRPG mm-hmm. fan, get the fucking Switch. I've played the original Final Fantasy VII for the first time. I played uh, Final Fantasy IX for the first time. I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII for the first time. All because they're available on the switch and i can take it on the go every time i'm going somewhere i throw that shit in my bag and now they have an oled one which is great because the battery is great the screen is fucking gorgeous it's like my iphone but bigger and it's wonderful and i don't even play on the tv anymore because like half of the games literally look better handheld because some of them look like shit because it's the switch no offense um and now I just can play fucking Majora's Mask for the first time. You know, like the library is amazing. It's so versatile. If you haven't bought one yet, if you have $300, it's an essential for me. After five years, I think the library's there between NDs, JRPGs, um, and uh, whatever you're into. If you're into like really sexy hentai visual novels, it's on the Switch. It's out there, you know? Tentacle titty stuff is there. Okay. <laughs> it's there it's there it's sport, sports it's there Fortnite. it's there racing it's the everything's there Chocopa racing gp's coming out it's there triangle is really so. coming out tomorrow it's all anything you can think of you want to play a scary game like kelly they have a shit ton now what you they shouldn't do, do the only thing you should not do is um play kingdom hearts on the switch don't do it Horrible yeah,
3: don't game. do
1: that don't do and any that, cloud that, gaming just yeah, don't general. do any cloud
0: games Cloud Gaming is yeah. trash. Um, but yeah, it's an essential piece of hardware for me. What about you, Gabe?
1: I definitely think it's an essential piece of hardware. And my reason for it is because it's the greatest game in the universe is on it, and you have no other way of playing it. I mean, you could <laughs> emulate it on PC, but like, you never really know how long it's going to be up for, because one day Nintendo might just be like, damn, that's crazy. You're having fun. Bon. <laughs> gone Rip. gone and then just um they're known for doing it literally out of the blue like they won't be like a, oh nintendo has called those no it's like oh nintendo has called see- uh, season assist on this one which It's was like yeah what happened to the everything else before but yeah um but no i i i think it's really nice having such a light piece of portable piece of Hardware? portable Hard yeah, hardware, you know, to carry around. Like we brought up the Steam Deck, but chief, the Steam Deck's chunky. Like the Steam deck is chunky. Oh, did I put it away? I was gonna bring up it kind of looks as thick as the the, the Wii U controller. <laughs> like, am I wrong? Does it not? Like that's well, how I have it I is. have both next to me. I could do next to you give it
3: do an extra. You have the Steam, Steam Deck next to you? Not the Steam Deck, I have the Wii U gamepad. It's, it's dusty as hell, which is, you know, that's what a Wii U gamepad is these days. Yeah, yeah so but is
1: mine. Mine is buried that's in the dust. That's a thick boy yeah. right there. It, uh, it, it's I'm a pretty
0: thick boy.
1: Yeah, like aside from that bar on the back on the yeah. top, I think the sides are about as thick as that oh, is. Oh,
0: I, you know what? I 3D printed a a, a a thingy so you guys could see it.
1: Well, show it to us. I don't have it. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um,
0: But I'll show it to you like later.
1: Well, we're, we'll remind you to. Yeah, bring it along.
3: Yeah. That's a yeah. size um, comparison, going It's about the same size, honestly. Cut. Dave
0: Newell did not come to my house with my Steam
1: Deck because, you know, he. we're in Florida. No one wants to go to Florida. Well, you're in Florida. I'm not. Wait, um, yeah, I think, you know, the Switch is, even though we get on it all the time about, you know, the graphics and are they actually using the entire power of the Switch? Or are they just cheaping out on the um, visual and stuff? Um, I think it's a right step towards where. I don't want to say where gaming as a whole should go but like bringing back handheld what? consoles <laughs> is is you know something i'd like to see again you know we had the game boys the psps the 3ds's those were all fun and then it was like i mean i'm assuming because of sales and whatnot sony was like you know what forget having a PSP it's just all in on the vita
0: consoles. is still amazing
1: and exactly yeah that's 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 something i'm literally I playing ff6 on it right now That's something i hear a lot from you guys is you know how amazing the vita is it's like yo sony you have the money now to you know gander a little bit to have a little experimentation with you know with a handheld console um i like the way you slip back into the screen shut the fuck up i was going like, look to that. get look my how vita. beautiful that i was
0: looks. just literally just using this like right before the podcast i turned i was it was so nice. it's my favorite color so i had to get for listeners i have my beautiful orange vita um bright neon orange vita which is my favorite color that i was just using to play final fantasy 6 for the first time i ain't play it i just turned it on because that's what i do with games nowadays just turn it on look at it, and turn it off um, so next question. Do you guys play your handheld OLED Switch, or regular Switch, mostly handheld, or um, on TV?
3: Right, God, it, 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 it's, it, it used to be a more even split. But God, it was, it's, been, it's been mostly handheld these days. I'm going to say it's like 80% handheld these days. It's perfect because like I usually do it on my work breaks, or if I'm just trying to catch up on some videos that I just want to listen to, I'll just like play doing, doing that. I'm just a little plug to our other podcast that we do here at HB Critical, JRPG Club. We are playing through Final Fantasy XII. That's honestly how I'm making the majority of the progress to that game because I very rarely have time just sit on my TV and go through that. I have to like be playing the handheld for most of the time. That's especially good when I'm doing non-story stuff like uh, hunts or just uh, exploring these big ass dungeons. It's perfect for that.
0: I mean, it also just looks better on switch uh, handheld than it does on TV because, you know, that's, that's depends facts. when you put it on TV, you're going to see how bad it looks. Did you say it depends on what TV you have? What does that mean?
1: Depends on what TV you have. Well, for example, my, my monitor screen, I can actually change how the visual looks. And I didn't find that out until about a week ago. But also, mm-hmm. I ordered the... Um... I don't want to get up and get it. Don't. <sighs> don't. don't. It's oh, fine. It's, right. It, oh, it's okay. now, right, right in front of me. It's right in front of me. I'm just being lazy. Bruh, I'll be trying
0: to do a quick question so we can move on. No and quick now questions. Gotta wait for, wait no for quick
1: questions. You got to see this now because I want to show this off to somebody who knows. But I got this little thing here. Uh, the M Classic. Where's my camera? The M Classic. Okay. So what this does is this actually ups to perform the visual performance of whatever you connect it to. So whereas, whereas uh, these peasants are running Pokemon in 1080p on the big screen, I'm running it at 1440 with no frame drop. Okay. But also that's $100 that I don't think is actually worth it, so don't do that.
0: <laughs> like do You re- <laughs> Bro,
1: first well, of all, like
0: <laughs> you, I need you to show me what your game looks like because I don't care if it's in fourteen forty p. I feel like the textures on that game aren't gonna make it look no, it, much if, better than it was it before. Fixes, anyway, it, it,
1: it fixes textures too.
0: Well, there's literally an art style that Pokemon is that I don't think any screen can fix. So I need you to show me that <laughs> this, this hundred dollars. I need you to show me that this hundred dollars makes the graphics look look better because I feel like that art style is gonna look as it looks no matter how good the graphics are. So I really need you to show me. Why you look so like that? Open your eyes, boy, we're in the middle of the no, I'm sorry, my ankle started hurting. What the fuck? Okay, Kelly, what about you? Do you play mostly <laughs> handheld or on, on uh, TV? <laughs>
2: Um if I play just dance, I play on the TV, but if I play Animal Crossing, I play handheld. So
1: you see how easy that was, you This is why Kelly <laughs> is the best. That that's what I wanted. I'm like, sorry I put passion into my answers. You see answer. <laughs> From now on, my answers is gonna be yes or no's. Even All right. if it's not a yes or no question. Okay, Gabe, why are you gotta do this? Why do you have to do this. Yes, I just remember. I just meant, meant <laughs> oh, you are trying to be <laughs> passionate about my answer. Like you see how quickly Kelly does her answers.
0: All I'm saying is that I'm moving on now. So uh PlayStation, let's talk about PlayStation for a little bit. The PS5 has had an amazing uh beginning of the year with uh Gran Turismo 7 having an 88. 88- uh, meta score horizon forbidden west also having an 88 meta score. Um, uncharted the legacy of thieves collection having an 87, Sifu having an 80. Um, what else came out this year for the PS5 exclusively to the PS5? Yes, I feel like I'm missing something. Mm. Am I missing something? Either way, those are really, really great scores for the PS5. Um, what has Nintendo come out with this year that's gotten good scores so far? Was it Arceus and 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 um that one tomorrow uh uh triangle strategy
3: is also getting good yeah he's getting also getting scored good scores um I, yeah i want to say I said as far as the terms of exclusives that was like their two early games so i
0: shouldn't just say playstation i should say um console uh console companies are getting really right, good starts to the year um not yet actually no was halo this year no
1: no, it was in the last year.
0: year oh it was december right Actually, it was
1: November and then December. Uh, yeah, Remember, yeah. they they did it split. They did the multiplayer first, and then
0: I was gonna say good things about Game Pass, but um. I'm not going to because I'm salty and bitter because as Brandon mentioned, we were playing um, Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Cage for JRPG club. And it was taken off of Game Pass, like last month, uh, randomly, rip. like literally February 15th came and one of our members like tried to sign on and continue to play. And it was like, oh, this game is just gone. And I was like, no warning whatsoever. Wait, I had to- Really? Yes, yes really, oh, this really oh my God. That's why I sent that message um oh wow but, i mean luckily the game was like six bucks on xbox literally like 6.99 um okay uh, pre so wow. it wasn't a big deal but uh, you know i also tried to sign on i had no idea that it was gone i had to literally look it up and be like where the fuck is this game like why can i not find it and it, it's fucking gone so uh Rip club like that was very very sad. Um, also talking about more sad news. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, from IGN, Activision is blaming the Microsoft deal for their inability to hire another woman onto their board of directors. So the the quick... Um, Summary of this is uh, I'll give you actually I'll just read a quote from this article uh, written by Rebecca Valentine it says Activision Blizzard claims that it's violation of a California law that requires the company to have at least three women on its board of directors by the end of 2021 is due to complications with its with its upcoming acquisition by Microsoft, despite having three years to comply with the law. I'm going to just stop it there, because I feel like that's all you need to know. Activision Blizzard had three years at the end of 2021 to have three women on their uh, board. They only have two. And now they're saying that the reason that they only have two and not that third one and they can't comply with the law is due to the acquisition by Microsoft. How do you guys feel about that story?
2: The most shocking part is that they already had two. (laughs) Uh.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally fair. The most yeah. shocking part is that they already had to. Um, and this requirement is to uh, meet and improve the diversity of the board of directors. Uh, the company retained a search firm and began interviewing potential additional female directors in 2021. However, since the company's current directors would cease to continue to serve on our board of directors upon consumption of our proposed transaction with Microsoft, we were unable to conclude the process in 2021. We will be continuing our efforts to appoint a new female director. That is another quote from uh, this article talking about why they said that this didn't happen. Um, Essentially, it just says that that board of directors that was looking is gonna be gone with this Microsoft acquisition. So um, they have to find someone new. However, they still had three years to do it. And for the past three years, they haven't done it, so I feel like this is a really shitty move on their part to just blame other people. You know, there was also a story that we didn't talk about where um uh, I think it was battlefield twenty forty two said that it did bad because of halo um infinite, and it's just so funny to me that like people are blaming Microsoft for their problems like that's not how this works no one is going to feel bad for you because you fucked up in one way or another um anyway Brandon or gabe do you guys have anything to say about this this um failure to hire a third it's only like one one like y'all only need three <laughs> like <laughs> you only need three it's I'm not- literally
2: right here just then you,
0: kelly's here she can do a better job than any man on there. Seriously. You only need three people. The bar ain't even that fucking high. And they probably so, the two that are there are probably so white low. women anyway. No offense. The two that are there are probably white women anyway. I'm sure it's not that hard to find a third one. Come on, people. Come on. The bar is down fucking here. Okay. It's limbo. Right. <laughs> um, it's really yeah. limbo with this bar. That literally is so funny to me. If I was Microsoft and this shit happened and they blamed me, I would be like, you guys are trash. Nobody likes you. I'm trying to buy you out so that people can finally like you again. And now you're blaming me because you have no women on your board when you had three years to fucking do it. Well, fuck you too, bitch. Go be unlikable again. You little assholes. Nobody. (sighs) Sorry. Gabriel Brandon, I'm sorry. Did you have anything to say about this story?
3: Oh, you got it. it Yeah, I think it was pretty much all said.
0: (sighs) Well, to a company that's really nice, uh, Pokemon, because I love Pokemon. um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they had a message uh, the Pokemon company international is making an immediate donation of 200,000 us dollars to our partners at global giving to provide humanitarian relief. Um, the nonprofit will efficiently direct the funds to community led organizations, supporting families and children affected by the crisis. This crisis being uh, the growing crisis in Ukraine and Eastern Europe. So hats off to fucking Pokemon. They did this for, um, uh, black lives matter as well. Um, They made another donation during, I think, during Black History Month. They made another big donation, Um, and I just love Pokemon Blizzard. Pay attention, like this is what y'all should be doing. Uh, (laughs) Did you guys? So, since I was talking about the Switch, I'm jumping a little bit everywhere today, but that's okay. You guys are keeping up, right? Yeah, I'm doing my best, you know. I, 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 I so let me know because if you can't keep up, then the
1: listeners can't keep up. I don't know. I feel like most of our listeners are smarter than me, so I think they're keeping up pretty good.
2: Sometimes,
0: sometimes I regret asking the questions that it's I okay
1: because they can't beat me in Smash. That is not always the solution, it is <laughs> when you're not that smart, buddy. Oh, uh, I mean, okay.
2: That's what where he
1: hiked the stats. What if they? I wouldn't help. know.
0: Fair, because she Yeah, you, you technically wouldn't know if you could be Kelly, because you've. never
1: I, know I can beat Kelly. You've never played her. Yeah, no, I can be Kelly. No, I can one hundred percent be Kelly. No, I mean I wouldn't
2: know because I'm smart. I don't have to like. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's
1: also the other reason. That's how. That's how I know I'd win. There you if you're go. smart, you're still
2: Smash. It declines. Very, very
1: fair. You know, I'm.
3: I'm like a, I'm like a nice middle. I'm not as smart as uh, Ke- Kelly, but I can beat her in Smash. I'm not as good at smash the game but i'm smarter than. <laughs> so there we go this also not, like the
1: middle <laughs> i'm not gonna lie last week i was crushing my entire smash career <laughs> i was getting my ass beat sorry go ahead Drew.
0: nowhere was- in my mind that i think that y'all was gonna try to compete to see who's dumber that was not on my podcast <laughs> no, that wasn't on the like
3: docket i was like,
0: like-
1: the intelligence.
0: I feel
3: like Where'd you, where, where, our, where like, did you put your life stats? Into, and, did you did you max it into smash stats or did you max it into intelligence? He clearly
0: maxed it and smash stats. Um, yeah. So, Bandai Namco <laughs> has informed its Japanese staff that they will receive a pay increase from this April. The average monthly monthly salary will be increased by fifty thousand yen. Um, this uh, nice. the Elden Ring publisher. They're raising all employees' salaries in Japan because they're awesome. um <laughs> Oh knowing this, what do you think this means? Like going forward, do you think this is something that developers should do uh, based on the success of a game? Do you think it'll never happen in the West? Yes, Gabe, do you have something?
1: I have a question. Are they raising it by 50,000 yen like annually or is that the pay increase?
0: Um, the average monthly salary will be increased by 50,000 yen. That's what this for anybody is. anybody
1: who doesn't know the conversion, that's $433.46 in U.S.
2: dollars.
0: Yeah, it's 50 an average of 50,000 yen per month for all employees. In addition, the starting salary will be raised from the previous 232,000 yen per month to 290,000 yen per month.
1: That is how you treat your employees.
0: Oh, yeah
3: that's a that is a that is some wonderful wonderful incentive uh assuming that the, i like like i'm assuming they got this because elden ring is just like you know selling like high like hot cakes and you know that's a yeah. good ass incentive because you know you made a good game it's selling well, well and so good is an understatement
0: <laughs> okay so let's talk about elden ring really quickly and by let's talk about it i mean just listen to me talk about it <laughs> So, yes, this this article does say that the announcement follows a strong release for Elden Ring, which launched to fantastic reviews and keeps getting bigger on Steam. Um, It also says, which I think is really important, that the publisher has had to apologize for performance issues, but that doesn't appear to have severely dented the reputation of what many are calling one of the best games of all time. I am not a Souls person, so I'm going to give y'all my quick feelings on Elden Ring. I've enjoyed it, which is surprisingly ridiculous because yes gabe you have you have the ring um the precious i bought it assuming that i was gonna you know play it like i played uh what was the one that came out on ps5 quickly 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 demon souls demon souls i thought i was gonna play it like demon souls i stopped playing demon souls i still want to play elden ring i beat a boss and i felt like i was a badass and it was an emotional moment it took me four hours um I was very upset that it took me four hours now you guys might be like why did it take you four hours Joe?" because I left and came back because I was like fuck you bitch I'm not gonna do this and then I like left and I was like no I'm gonna go beat its ass so I went back and I did it and I did it I did it I fucking did it guys um however I will say although that game is enjoyable Um, it's not the greatest game of all time for me, but that's also just because it's not my style of game, which is fair. Um, They have one weird-ass Afro in the game, so maybe with that increase in yen, they can increase their diversity in character creators because the afro that gabe's character has is not the business i switched
1: that shit out (laughs) okay
0: it's really (laughs) not great it's the only real black hairstyle aside from like a low cut not not the best i mean i'm not really complaining because you barely see your character you're always in a like a hood or some shit or a helmet or something not not the business also also that latest update gave performance issues i had to delete my file well delete the game and re-download it uh for ps5 because it was like crashing like shit um also the performance issues on pc not that great despite all that people think it's the greatest game of all time that's awesome good job bandai namco now make more good games um
1: they do. It's called Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, No, Dark I meant Souls like 3, continue. I'm, I, meant, continu- I meant continue oh, to make oh,
0: more oh, good games. Oh. I didn't mean like you don't have any more good games. Um, oh. I meant continue, <laughs> continue to make more uh, good games. So uh, supposedly, and I'm saying this uh, with a grain of salt, this is a rumor, um, the new NVIDIA leak that, that came out has uh, revealed the next Switch. Um, Spicy. And... Apparently, uh, Nintendo takes about three to five years between uh, consoles. And this is the Switch's fifth anniversary, so people are really mm-hmm. believing that this rumor is true. Um, excuse me, the NVIDIA DLSS source code leaked due to a cyber attack, and in this leak, the reference to NVN 2 is found, which lines up with the next version of the Switch uh, Switch's NVN API. She- um, sorry?
1: No, Brandon sneezed, so I was saying bless you.
0: Oh, bless oh, thank you, I'm sorry, I missed it. Um, yeah, so we might get a Switch 2. Um, I would really love to know if you guys think that a Switch 2 is uh, necessary at this point.
3: Um, So first off, I just want to say real quick that uh, whether I think this leak is real or not, it seems credible enough. It's not really news, if I'm being perfectly honest. And the reason why I say that is because, like, Every company is working on their successor as soon as their newest console is out the door. They are already, because it takes years of R&D and whatever to get these consoles out. So I guarantee you that the minute, like in 2017, as soon as that switch was out, they're already working on this switch too. It's just that, of course, they got to keep these like details under wraps and whatnot. As far as... Uh, it being like a, quote, Switch 2, which is basically, I'm just going to assume it's a more powerful version of the Switch that does the same things, but does uh, uh, games like like more powerful games and whatnot. I mean, that seems to make the most sense to me, honestly, because, like, I would say that's the only weakness of the Switch right now is that, you know, because it is this handheld console hybrid, it does. Uh, it, we've noticed as we've been going through the Switch lifecycle, it's having a hard time playing some of the other games that uh, other consoles are running at the moment. To the point where some of them are only getting them as cloud versions, which obviously we've talked about the fact that's not a great way to do it, but it's but they figure ah, better than nothing sometimes, nothing is better, but anyway. Uh, but with uh, with any luck, a uh, switch Two would be a good way to uh kind of alleviate that. I just you know, just a little hardware increase just to run games a little better so you don't have to do the cloud version, which I'm uh, which I, I'm gonna bring up cloud version one more time because I think that's a that's it's actually more into what the switch is because the switch is like, you can take your game anywhere. Oh, but the covers, you need a persistent online connection. So it's just like that defeats the whole purpose. Now you only got to play it at home. So why don't you just play it under the console? So I would love it if it's just an upgraded switch could just like, you know, make that happen a lot less. And then if again, if it's basically just based on the original switch hardware, Backwards compatibility will almost assuredly be a thing, because I don't want to like have to like lose all those games again. You know, just want to be able to play all my old Switch games. It's been five years, thing. Brandon. It has been five years. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's uh. I've noticed console generations just in general are just getting are just getting longer. It used to be like five years. All right, when's the next console? Now you got you got the PlayStation Four going from like 2019 to 2021. Nice hot seven years. Xbox is around the same thing. Like they're getting longer, these console generations, what I'm saying. So even if this is real, this is like, this is not E3 2022 news. This is not E3 2023 news. We might see this in 2024. And then maybe it comes out that year. But this is a long ways away, is what I'm saying.
0: I have an off topic question. Does anyone know how cloud gaming actually works?
3: Yeah, basically. Um, there's a server that has the game, uh, that basically has the game, and you just, like, you're essentially logging into that server just so you can have <laughs> access to the game. You have your own save right, files. So let me ask you a question.
0: Yeah. My question about cloud gaming, something that I didn't understand, which hopefully you can clear up for me really quickly, is... No matter how good, and this is my question no matter how good your internet connection is, if that server is full of people all trying to play the same game at the same time, it won't work or it'll be correct. Really
1: no oh, matter correct. how yes. good your
0: internet is,
3: thank you. Oh, That's yeah, all that, that to hap- yeah, that happened with me when I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, I couldn't yeah. get in for the first two minutes because the server was full, and I was like, oh, great, so that could happen.
0: Yeah, okay, so I found out that that was a thing while when kingdom hearts came out because i just stopped like we were all just playing from the fucking cloud i didn't realize that like we're all playing from the same fucking server and so none of yeah. us can get in how whatever um anyway <laughs> like my my actual question um for for you two uh was the switch two? do you think it's too soon what are you expecting how do you feel about it the news
2: kelly uh uh sorry <laughs> um I don't really feel like it's necessary yet. They just came out with the OLED one. So it's like, I don't get it right now, but I have like a first gen one. So like, I guess I'd probably buy a Switch too. I don't know if I would, but.
3: I think what she said is important too, that is is too soon. And that's the thing. We're not supposed to know this. This is exactly what I was saying. Like R and D for this started like right, if not before the original Switch came out. And this is not coming out for, like, several years. It definitely is too soon for this. And by the time we are ready for it, they'll have announced it. So that's kind of where I'm at on this. I don't think we'll ever be ready. Go ahead.
2: The thing with Nintendo, too, is that they always, like, I don't know, like, a Switch 2 is, like, for them, like, not impressive. Like, they always have something totally new. Like, sure, yeah, totally off the wall. Like, so much better than before that just a different screen or, like, some updates is not going to cut it. They're going to, like want to blow it out because the switch is great but they're not going to make an a switch too they're going to make like the next thing um i think it would be out of character for them not to obviously everything they've done has been like iconic i mean except for the wii u just pretend that didn't happen (laughs) um but it was totally different it was it was totally totally different it wasn't what people wanted or executed well but it was new and Mm. a different thing
3: I yeah. hope that at least the the handheld for tacticals and whatever new thing they're doing next. I'm 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 always down for new, but I think that's that's so important. The having to be able to play the game anywhere that that was literally a game changer. Excuse the the term, but well, they had was. the
2: handhelds and they had the Wii, and like then they just
0: <laughs> someone now... was drinking quite a bit, right? And they were all sitting at a table,
2: and they're like, "Why the fuck can't I just?"
0: and now they're they both like that they did like
2: that commercial like with the girls like why not both yeah you know? <laughs> and, <it> <laughs> and it was born and it was per. it was perfect it's like a handheld but also not like it's i don't know how they're gonna top it i don't know how you follow yeah. the switch i can't do it
0: that's literally what i was gonna say when i read this i was like what why is there why is a switch to that's my thing why is there why is the switch too because I mean the switch is essentially perfect what do you do to perfect it like you make it maybe smaller you make it more ergonomic you make it feel more comfortable um you you update the graphics but like what do you really do to change what you have because you can't go back from hybrid like you can only go forward after you make hybrid like well, technically you could go back. You can have Switch and you can have like dedicated home console. Cause I mean, we did get the Switch Lite, um, which was, you know, the more uh, slimmer, more ergonomic, more easier to travel with type Switch that is purely handheld. So technically you could go straight, you know, home console and then have three lines, right? You have your Switch Lite, you have your hybrid, and then you have your your dedicated home piece. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Gabe! What? What do you think of the Switch 2 rumors? Um. Don't wet me. So rude. it's caught me off guard. Why? We're in the middle of the podcast. How can I catch you off guard? What is more important than what you're doing with me right now? Just kidding. Don't tell me. I don't actually want to
1: know. Please, Switch 2. Um, I think it's too early for <laughs> it. But Sorry. But like... Also, everyone complains about the graphics so much. I would see why they would make a more powerful version of the Switch because y'all a bunch of babies that are constantly shitting. Yes, because you're one of the main ones um you guys are constantly you know just hammering down on graphics which you did it earlier this podcast with Pokemon but like also Breath of the Wild is something that gets targeted a lot it's like oh my gosh look what this game looks like 4k race, uh, race tracing it's so beautiful why can't Nintendo use all that money they have to make better graphics so I don't know at the same time oh he came back <laughs> <laughs> he came back um, yeah I was gonna say bye and then go <laughs>
0: yeah so brandon's leaving us now thank you brandon i just wanted i wanted to say bye have a wonderful night oh yeah good night everyone what's that oh no 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 please i was uh you guys can catch brandon on stream by the time you hear this it'll probably be over but you can streams, streams
3: streams are coming back finally Yes, yes
0: We're doing uh, Triangle Strategy tomorrow. So uh, this is recorded on Thursday. So it's happening on Friday. So you'll probably hear it on Saturday. So it'll be too late. But um, we're back to streaming. So <laughs> there's that. Good night, Brandon. Good night, guys. Bye. bye. See, that's a real one. You're a real one. He came back to say bye.
2: I didn't think it was going to. I, I didn't have. either. I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apologies, Gabe. He cut you off, though. How rude. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I know, know, right?
1: Why would they do that? Um <laughs> Oh, but also, like, I feel like at some point, new ideas kind of do have to slow down a little bit. There's only so many, so much, like, new out of this world, not out of this world, so many new eye-opening ideas you can bring to the table. Like, to me, the only thing Nintendo would be able to do after, you know, a a PS5 and Xbox and their own Switch, holographic gaming, I don't fucking know. What else could they possibly do? in terms of being a brand new console that you would bring to the table. Like, again, I don't know, maybe when it comes out, if it's slated to come out in 20, what year are we in? 2022? If it comes out 2026 or 2027, it's, we have better technology, but I don't know, at some point I feel like Nintendo has to be like, okay, we're running out of ideas. It's time to just kind of hunker down on one console and just upgrade it as much as we can before that new spark flies into our head again.
0: So did you, just so I'm sure, you said innovation is gonna stop
1: eventually. it's not gonna stop but it's gonna slow down to a point where like you kind of have to stop going for new new and focus on old and make it new
0: so nintendo
1: should just stop
2: trying and oh, that's just not
0: what take
1: I'm your saying. old stuff no but we're at new. that
2: point with technology now like the new iPhones like they're not like they're we're like at a point where it's no, just like this okay. shit.
1: This used to be. This is how the iPhone 4 used to look, and then they made yeah, it rounded, and now we're yeah. back to it.
2: Well, okay. eventually we'll just run out of things to do. Seriously, and I mean, there's only so many. Phones. Yeah, I think we're gonna go back. But no, we choose, are like back. the flip phones. The, yeah, the,
1: the what the hell yeah. they called Samsung made their 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 flip phones.
2: Yeah. So iPhone
0: you're iPhone. both saying that we can only go so far. And until there's new innovation, we're just going to have reiterations and fixes of what we have.
2: And we're we at that not, point now. Yeah, we might not be there quite yet. I don't know. I'm not working on the research and development, but <laughs> I mean, they have to be getting close. I mean, it's already a console and a handheld. What else is there? Like really? It's just
1: brain chips.
2: I mean, it's <laughs> it could just be another
1: home console. Oh, That's yeah, the thing I was going to say. Actually, thank you for putting my train back on track um I was gonna say you're like, welcome you know, although
0: I don't <laughs> want to be referred to as the person who put your train back on track anymore this isn't a bad I don't like the way it sounds
1: sorry be, it's well you know what I don't want to be on your train track clever that's too bad um <laughs> uh, but I also feel like um like you know maybe that is the case maybe Nintendo is like you know we're gonna go handheld home console But now we're kind of going to branch off a little bit and we're still going to have the Switch, but now we're going to go back to focusing on a home console.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that could potentially be, you know, I don't want to say the next GameCube, but like, you know, they're game rectangle. Sure. You know, they're like the Switch is not not putting out what people want. Um, And, you know, they have the OLED updated model with the, you know, uh, Ethernet port actually in there, nicer screen, et cetera. Now it's time to make a dedicated home console that's going to finally put these games Since you brought up graphics, and since I always do, we're finally going to be able to see these games the way they are meant to be, uh, the way the developers envision them. And at the same time, that home console could also be backwards compatible with you know the the chips that work in the in the Switch. You never know. We're talking about innovation here. So now you can oh, play I your don't... Switch games, or or maybe you know you're able to download those games that you already own on Switch directly to this new console. So you can play Breath of the Wild on that one, and then play Breath of the Wild. Sequel. I'll say it, don't say
1: it oh damn it that was gonna be my next point i was gonna be like the only reason i wouldn't want a new switch so quickly is because i don't want the next breath of the wild game to be the zelda game for that console because they did that shit with the wii u and i'm not i'm not waiting another five years for the next breath of the wild game we know too much already they need to hurry up don't match that no, have, I'm rushing them.
0: They have to take their time to innovate because you look, know they're no, at that, look, they're at no. the end of the no, cycle. Because
1: no, 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 no. here, here, look, here, here's the thing. As a Zelda fan, are you
0: about to breath of the wild me for 30 minutes? Because I'm gonna cut you off if that's what's no, going. it's gonna
1: be for two seconds. I just okay. want to make a point because people are like, Why is he rushing Breath of the Wild 2? Bro, we had Breath of the Wild 2 announced three years ago. Since then, a new fire Emblem game has been announced, a new Bayonetta 3 has been announced and a new Xenoblade 3 has been announced. Several Pokemon games have been announced and they all have dates. It hurts. I'm done. The only reason I will give that to you is because- And Kirby.
0: (laughs) Because Nintendo has been, and I've praised them for this, Um, they've been really good at announcing games like a few months before they come out, sometimes like weeks before they come out, and usually we don't have to wait. And that's why I'm giving you this, because Zelda is clearly not on that for Zelda is that that, it's usually
1: announced, and then it takes like five to six years to come out. At least we're not Metroid fans.
0: Well, it's been five years. Uh, But also, yeah, at least we're not Metroid fans because that would suck. Uh, So Sony uh sony accounted for 46 percent of all spending on console games hardware and services uh is that surprising to you all a little bit the console market by the way grew a record 60 billion dollars in uh 2021 with what did i just say well, they weren't listening. You see, guys, they, they, I'm not listening. sure. I'm not sure what you were they trying never listened I'm to not me.
1: sure what you were trying to get. I was back listening.
2: Into. I'm just not exactly sure what you're trying to
1: say.
2: 46%? <laughs> there it was. 46%. That's what oh. I was saying. Sony
0: accounted for 46% of all money spent on console games, hardware, and services through 2021, which includes that 61 billion dollars made. Um is that surprising to you guys that Sony accounted for almost 50% of
1: that? Yeah, because wasn't the Xbox supposed to be the nice, cheap, affordable console everyone can get their hands on? Mm-hmm. Is there more to your point? No, that's that's my sassy point.
0: I don't get it. Can you f- elaborate?
1: I don't want to now. <laughs> I, d- I just I, I don't understand. I don't want to assume where you're going. Because if okay, because you know the whole thing about the Xbox was like, oh my gosh, you know it's cheaper. It's more, oh, what's why is my screen shaking? It's not shaking anymore. I am seeing things. Um, it was like, oh, it's more forward rule, you know. What was the other point?
2: Um, wait, Gerald, so that's money, right? 46%. Yeah. Okay. Well, Xboxes, if they cost less, they generate less money. Games.
1: I was just gonna say that. No, I was waiting for him to explain himself. Okay, but like also you guys maybe lose my train of thought again. Sorry.
0: I mean, what Kelly said, right? They're more accessible. However, they cost less. Uh, so, I, you know, there's only one version of the PS5, and that entry fee is what, six hundred bucks? Six hundred and forty bucks? Well, okay, the one is five hundred, and then and one the
2: 400. is six hundred. What? Four hundred? No, it's
1: four hundred. Yes, the digital is only four hundred dollars.
2: So why did I yeah. pay six hundred? Did I not pay? $600? Well, with tax. I with did not. We Wait. also
1: might have gotten a bundle.
2: I got a no, bundle. No, 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 no. So I like did not 16.
0: get a bundle. Uh also it's four ninety nine and five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong?
2: No, three ninety nine. Good thing I'm not reporting on prices. And the Xbox was and the Xbox was a starting point of two
1: ninety nine. Yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah. And
0: recently, actually, I think as of last year, we talked about the Xbox finally breaking even right like because they were all selling um, at a loss for like the first year and a half, maybe two years, I believe, or something like that. No, I have no idea. I don't don't remember. remember. Um, But also, you know, so this does say that spending on actual games content, encompassing full titles, expansion packs, in-game items, and battle passes held steady when compared to 2020 declining by just 1%, but all of that is also included, and so uh, meanwhile, game services such as game pa- Xbox Game Pass are increasing their share of total console spending. Combined revenues from Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, and Nintendo Switch Online are an estimated to account for 19% of all spending on games content. So uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um, I-, I-, I do think this is a little surprising that Sony was 46%. However, I remember that uh, I think we talked about the and if we didn't talk about it I will bring it up right now that um never mind I won't bring it up because I don't have it here but the PlayStation 5 was only and this is I could be making this all up so take this also with the of salt, but the PlayStation 5 was only not selling the Switch, not outselling the Switch because it was unavailable. Like, more people actually wanted to purchase the console than was available. Um, And when people do get their hands on it, I mean, we talked about up to March, right? Like, from January to March, we talked about four exclusives on PlayStation that that did really well score-wise. So playstation still does have exclusives that people are able to buy that you're going to spend more money on and therefore you're gonna they're gonna end up making more money we also know because we talked about this before too that they are charging for crossplay more so than uh xbox or switch it's, it's essentially especially with fortnite right like they playstation charges uh epic to be able to allow Fortnite to be cross-play. Whereas as far as we know, Microsoft and Nintendo don't. So there's a lot of revenue streams coming in for Sony um, and PlayStation and gaming specifically. And, you know, Horizon did really good. Um, Elden Ring, more P, I don't know the stats for Elden Ring. However, I do know that it is not cross-play. So I cannot play with people on PC or Xbox. So if all of your friends have a PS5 and they're all going to play Elden Ring on PS5 because it is a proven fact that Elden Ring, Elden Ring runs better on PS5 and it's a proven fact that the load times are better on PS5 and it looks better on PS5. Um, More people are essentially gonna have it on PS5. And if you wanna play with your friends, you gotta buy it on PS5. And I think I saw something somewhere about, uh, one of the reasons that this is, is because more developers, and this is also could be me just making shit up, but (laughs) I'm sure i read this somewhere. More developers are developing games with the PS5 in mind and then porting to Xbox. Um, And that's why you'll have games that are going to run better on the PlayStation 5 than they do on console, such as Elden Ring. Um, and that can, of course, sway people's purchases, uh, because I guess it's kind of like, are you going to just make your game and then have it put out on Game Pass? Or are you going to try to make it an exclusive and uh, sell it for 70 bucks a pop and get all your money back? I don't fucking know. I'm going to stop talking. I, I, anyway... I'm assuming that is not surprising to you guys, or it is. What were you saying, Gabe?
1: What's the question?
0: Is <laughs> <isn't> it surprising <laughs> to you that 46% of gaming from last year went to PlayStation?
1: Yeah. Oh, What about you? No, guys? no, it's not surprising. I don't know the answer anymore. <laughs> Do you find that surprising?
2: Um, Not really, just because the consensus was that PS5 was winning in the console war so that doesn't really surprise me
0: it's just a lot i think what surprises me the most is that it's almost 50% between like xbox <laughs> switch and playstation the fact that playstation made up almost 50% of that is the thing more- is
2: that like the the switch i feel like whatever they had a lot of stuff i want to say like that xbox was second place and like nintendo was third just because xbox also had the most like new console like the ps5 but like and game packs yeah i don't feel
0: like that was the case though i just i don't i don't know that's wild i wish i made sony money (laughs) anyway um so brian altano made this tweet that said one of my favorite things about elden ring it's quiet and lonely it doesn't talk your ear off the main character is mostly silent it largely just leaves you alone and lets you be lots of modern games don't do that elden ring does and i really love it we were talking, uh, not with you guys, but um, I was talking with uh, Brandon and Dylan. Wonderful Dylan. I'm sorry. You never mind. I won't get into that. Uh, I was talking to Brandon and Dylan uh, about uh, that game that's coming out tomorrow, Tri- Triangle Strategy, Triangle. and how it just talks way too much for its own good. Um, how do you guys feel about games that talk? Uh, you know, another game that talks way too much. Fucking Pokemon Arceus. Some of y'all just be talking for no fucking Gosh. reason. Like y'all don't have shit to say. You just want to talk to me. It's my fault for going to talk to them. But you never know. They might have a quest or something. Um, or they might be giving something away. I don't fucking know. That's why I talk to everybody. Um, do you guys prefer your games to be quiet and lonely and just let yes. you be? Okay. Yes. Well,
1: that was easy. Why? Yes. Because shut up! It's so oh annoying. My? It's like you said. I I don't like oh like I don't like games that talk too much. Which a little hypocritical of me to say because I play Fire Emblem, but like and Dragon Quest. But also like especially for single player games like that, like they're supposed to be quote unquote open world. Like I don't want the entire beginning of the game, let's say the first two three hours, to just be people telling me about the events of the game. Elden Ring, like much of other Dark Souls games, is you go in, you get your cinematic entrance, a very loose idea of what the that plot is. That should made no sense. Exactly. <laughs> like, the point like, of the I game is no you're, supposed to, going you're supposed to find out about the game through exploration.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, you get your opening cinematic and that's it. The next cinematic you get is when you're going towards a main boss. And that's the only type of cinematic you're going to get. You're not going to get like you know, these random dialogue cinematic. Oh my gosh, what uh, what the hell is that game? Tales of Arise. I know these are optional, but you know when it when you're running around, and all of a sudden it's like on the bottom. It says I think it's R1 and L1. It's like yeah. uh, it'll, it'll tell the it'll give the title of the of the little scene. Yeah. Like bro, shut up. Just I don't like I know you can't put that somewhere else, but I hate that. I don't know. I just like when I play a game. I want to I wanna play the game. If I wanted talking and all this back and forth that's on, not automated, but like that's put into the game, I'd go watch a fucking movie. There does not need to be that much still talking or like me not moving my character in a game. Oh my God. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, but I've always felt that way about like Open World game. like open World games that talk too much is, you know who else is at fault for doing that shit? Skyrim. bro. Oh my if, God. <laughs> this if, has turned into a rant <laughs> i'm sorry skyrim does this too like everyone can agree the opening scene of skyrim as much as we love the game after the 12th time is annoying and that's why when we all start the game again we start with that a new life mod which just ports you somewhere random can you not just skip it no, that's the other thing. There's no button to skip the opening. But yeah, I like I like quiet games where you just go and explore. Because that's basically what Elden Ring is: is you go wherever the fuck you want and die or explore.
0: Tales of Arise is not an open world game. I just want to say.
1: No, no, yeah, I know, and that's another thing. Like, obviously, some genres of game have that's part of what they are. You know, the talking, the back and forth between characters, but then you know. When it comes to open world games, though, we're, yeah, whatever.
0: Well, Kelly, I feel like I know your answer because you like scary games, and I feel like the less talking, the better. But I'll ask you anyway. uh, What do you prefer and why? I
2: don't want any talking. Like, I've been, I (laughs) honestly, to me. You'll be happy to know I was playing Final Fantasy 14 the podcast and there's so much fucking talking.
0: There I, is a lot of dialogue.
2: I'm trying to like get back into it so I'm just playing some of those stupid like little side quests you know. Oh, oh my I, God. Sp- I skipped them all. Well I'm going back because I just don't want to do dungeons or anything hard so I'm like doing all the stupid like go get a cabbage from this guy and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. blah. But like even that there's cutscenes yep. there's talking. I'm like <laughs> I just gave you a cabbage like what the fuck are you (laughs) talking about about (laughs) i i don't know but i i still love the game obviously but it's just there's a lot of talking i don't give a shit about talking because it's all it's all the same Mm -hmm. like if you get on like a game it's gonna be some bullshit like there's very few games that i've been like (gasps) like it's not
0: you know (laughs) it's so funny because Final Fantasy fourteen. I feel the same way. Like, the side shit, I'm like, oh my fucking god. How much it do you have to tell ends. me about this fucking cabbage, bitch? Just fucking take it. However... The main story shit so good. I recommend no one skip it. It is really fucking amazing. I'm still getting through Shadowbringers. It is probably the best MMO story I've ever played. The shit, I cried in the beginning. There's literally a pic. I took a picture of myself fucking crying because I was like, "Bitch, I just started this shit. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, why am I crying already?" So fucking good. Don't skip that one. Um, but yeah, skip that side quest shit. Nobody gets a fuck. Um, for me, I'll answer really quickly. Uh, in response, Gabe. Tales of Arise I love the characters so I don't really mind um when they talk however I do agree that that shit pops up so often that sometimes it's just like I just want to play but every five steps I take they have to have a fucking conversation uh and it's really annoying because I really want to hear what they have to say because I I'm really enjoying the game and I'm liking the characters but it just happens too often I'm just like fuck y'all we just had a cut scene we just beat a boss and now like five of you want to fucking talk like I walk two steps and another one shows up and and I I hate it because I want to hear it, uh, but it's just too often. And then with something like Three Houses, I was so invested in that because the writing was so good that I actually didn't fucking mind. I read everything and had no problems with that game um, because I cared about, you know, my students and that. So I do think for me, it depends on, I'm also used to reading a lot as a fucking English major, y'all. All I did for four fucking years was fucking read. Okay. Like, my biggest accomplishment to this date is reading the lord of the rings in a week don't recommend it that is not easy <laughs> like what sir um i also read game of thrones in a week oh see don't that's recommend it. it takes me
1: that's a week a- to read a page
0: <laughs> that shit don't recommend it and i had a quiz every fucking week like on friday we had a quiz every week
1: Really quick, what's because now because you like, we're talking about Elden Ring and now you just mentioned Game of Thrones. Did you see where they had the where they put a a non restrictive restriction on George R R Martin when he was writing things for Elden Ring? I did not. Well, they they put an unrestricted restriction on him because they didn't want him. What was it? I think it was they didn't they didn't want him to feel like he was he had to solely write for a game they wanted him to write as he was telling a story but they didn't want him to write such a big story Mm. that things would get lost so i'm like that's funny because someone should have done that for game of thrones so we could have gotten a proper ending to the show
0: okay no but okay in his defense It it was a joke it was a joke i was just gonna say the books are good the show was not so like uh, um, I, I can say the that show was good okay whatever the ending was not i'm talking as someone who didn't finish the show so but someone who did read the books for class and failed the quiz anyway because
1: why why would you do that to yourself yeah.
0: why would i do okay but like let me say the reason i failed the quiz is because i read storm of swords in a fucking week which is while also taking other classes okay number one and having to read fucking Shakespeare and shit, okay, so it was a lot, and the only reason I failed that quiz is because one of the questions was, like, what the fuck was Arya fighting in the yard, and I was like, bitch, I don't fucking know what Arya was fighting in the yard, I will never forget to this day, it was fucking chickens, but, um, I didn't know at the time, because I didn't think that was gonna be a stupid question, I don't even a fuck what that bitch it was fucking fighting, who cares, um, so that's the only reason I failed that quiz, because I forgot what that bitch was fighting, I didn't take notes when I was reading, saying, oh, Arya's fighting a chicken, I should probably write that down, <laughs> like, that, that's, I love my professor, so I'm going to talk shit, but that was bullshit. Um, One last thing that I want to talk about before I let you guys go, because it's close to midnight, and I have to be at work in four hours. Um, Don't know if you guys saw, but uh, the Kotaku staff is now on strike. um, And we've had some of their content on this show before. We've talked about some of their... Articles, including I, I the, I think the latest one that we were talking about that was a little controversial was uh, the one about uh, white women not being progressive. Um, they've also had some things that I haven't agreed with that I can't think of off the top of my head, which I should have totally thought about before I uh did this podcast but you know I was I was actually cutting Patreon stickers so anyone who's listening who's a Patreon member is coming I'm just a single person okay I'm single now I don't have a boyfriend anymore who I can force to cut stickers for me uh and my friends are too busy so they're coming people I'm just one person with two hands and uh ten fingers so I should be very thankful um that i have that but yeah they're coming i'm cutting stickers and and working on the new website so give me a fucking minute but i appreciate you all more people more people help us out we have a lot of things that we need to work on anyway so kotaku um they are on strike because uh since, and I'll read this for you guys, since January 31st, the Gizmodo Media Group Union and Geo's Media's outside council have met five times every session. The company's outside council sidestepped and delayed, refusing to provide written counterpo- counter proposals excuse me, to the union's good faith proposals. How can you bargain a contract when the people across the table won't even clearly state what they're advocating for? We have not made this choice to strike lightly. Please read about the company proposals we're fighting below. These are the proposals. Endangering our healthcare. Management insists on removing all guarantees that our current healthcare benefits and cost sharing will continue. Management doesn't want to codify the widely accepted WPATH standards of care for our trans and gender expansive colleagues. That is, first of all, crazy to me because I feel like Kotaku is one of the most diverse when it comes to trans and LGBT websites out there, and they write about it a lot. Um, another one lowballing salaries during unprecedented inflation which is affecting all of us. Um, After a year of unprecedented inflation, management proposed raising the minimum salary tier for our lowest paid colleagues and no one else. Um, Management's insistence on offering new hires the minimum tier negatively affects our recruitment and talent retention. Insisting on no mean tweets. Management insists on including no social media campaigns in the strike clause. You know what that means? No mean tweets about Jim Spanfeller and our poor working conditions. That's the actual one that I wanna talk about. Um, Insisting on return to office. After producing years of journalism from our homes to great success, management refuses to add work from home flexibility into the contract even though return to office plans were twice delayed due to COVID variant spikes, kicking diversity efforts down the road. GMG Union wants a robust diversity hiring initiative with the budget to back it up. Rather than codify this in our contract, management wants to punt further discussions about possible diversity efforts to our diversity committee. And finally, threatening possible forced relocations. Many of our colleagues were remote workers before COVID-19 changed our lives and management refuses to, <clears throat> excuse me, codify their remote positions. GMG Union insists on protection from forced relocations to the NYC office. Those are all the things that they are currently um, on strike for. And while I'm not asking you guys whether you think those things are you know bad or good or whatever, what I do want to ask is your opinion on how you think this, would affect you if you were in that situation, and what you think is the best thing to do in that situation. Were you there, or just your general thoughts on 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 this this uh, this this strike? Uh, but specifically, I wanted to talk about their insisting on no mean tweets and insisting on return to office, because obviously, at HP Critical, we all work from wherever the fuck we are. None of us are in the same place. Um, I was able to hang out with Christy and Vikash recently, but I, I have not been able to hang out with Christy or Gabe yet. I was able to hang out with Brandon recently, but all of us are obviously in, huh?
1: Nothing, keep going.
0: I didn't. When did we hang out, Gabe? No, no, no. no. You, said
1: you, you said you hung out with Christy and Vikash, then you said you haven't been able to hang out with Gabe or Christy. Oh, did I? Yeah, I think you meant Kelly.
0: I did mean Kelly. My bad. It's because they're both beautiful and I mix them up. Because they both start with K. They're pretty K girls. And that was probably sexist. I'm sorry. It's not my fault y'all are pretty. What the fuck? Stop being so damn pretty. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why they think they can be pretty and just like post all these pretty pictures and then assume that I'm not going to call them pretty okay anyway <laughs> um specifically i wanted to talk about the no mean tweets and the relocation and how how you would feel if you were in that situation uh, but uh, but before i do that do you have any overall thoughts about the strike and like um anything you want to say about it stay strong
2: yeah really because like to make me go back to the office now i'll just quit Okay, see, yeah, that's what I was going to talk about
0: because we all have done game, game journalism, just working with HP Critical. I don't understand why you would force anyone, as long as they're doing their work, especially in games journalism, to go back home because the entire job, the entirety of the job can be done from your home. There is absolutely not a single thing that I can think of whether it be video editing, whether it be article editing, whether it be SEO checks, whether it be meetings that could be done over Zoom, uh, even reviewing games, you get the code, Take like you, you can do it at your house. There's not a single thing that I can think of that would require a game journalist to work in an office to get their work done, unless you're just not doing the work, in which case, fine, take your ass back. Um, I, that's such like a the thing.
2: They just think they need to be micromanaged Mm -hmm. because like, to be honest, in a virtual environment, who's managing you? Maybe those positions would have to go or something like it's really, I don't know. It's hard to stay self-motivated, but if they're getting the work done, I don't understand the point unless it's all about someone needs to be breathing down your neck just so you look productive or something.
1: That's such a big thing, though, like with all jobs that are making all their employees go back. To working in an office, it's like we literally just got out of two years of doing it at home, and my work is done. Like you see, my work is done. You're getting everything on time, and I it, I think it's just such an old timey way of just like, like Kelly said. People want to micromanage. They want to be breathing down your necks making sure you're doing your work, or making sure that you're working in every minute of the day that you're actually you know supposed to be working thats it's like you know if you're not doing anything you're not stealing company time like it's a, it's such a dumb thing but there's to this day i haven't seen anybody give an actual plausible realistic concrete answer as to why if someone can do their job from home they have to be in an office yeah. aside from we need to make sure you're actually doing your work and working around the mm-hmm. clock
0: but see that's also the reason it doesn't make any sense to me with it being uh specifically in games journalism is because anyone who's freelanced for websites before knows that you don't get paid unless you do the work like
2: if i have bills to pay bitch i'm gonna write this fucking article like what do you think i'm gonna fucking and do? there's ways to track what employees are doing without tracking how much they're sitting working at the computer like mm-hmm. There's numbers that they have to hit, like how many words, how many articles, how much engagement is it getting? That's like all stuff that you can easily track without looking at someone doing the work. I don't know why they'd want them to go back, but a lot of companies are just because they've rented these buildings. They're trying to, you know, there's a lot because you do have to have like a place of business to pay employees out of. Yeah, of course. So I guess they're paying for that, but just rent a smaller space. (laughs) exactly and if y'all want to be that so bad y'all go shit all of you can sit in a fucking
0: circle all day and talk about whatever the fuck y'all want in the office Monday through Friday leave my ass at home I will submit my shit don't call me on my off hours either that's it yeah
2: but at least they're going on strike for it because to be honest they probably just have to go back but if we say oh we're not coming back they're gonna have to change it because if nobody comes back okay bye
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and, you know, there's this whole like the diversity thing, which is, yeah, we totally want to hire more diverse people, but we're just going to throw it to y'all to do yourselves. That's not that's not how that works, because every time something like this happens, you all hire a bunch of diverse people. You hire some women, you hire some POC and you throw them in. And then there's literally no support for them when they get there because it's not from the top. It's from you guys just forcing it on other people. And that's why Blizzard only has two women working on the board and uh, can't they can't find a fucking third woman. And that's why all these women had all these fucking issues because there's no support there for them. And that's what happens when you throw diversity off to someone else you can check a fucking box cut uh uh uh, gmg people pay attention um but i just find it so interesting the no mean tweets clause uh that they can't like tweet negatively about this i don't even understand how that works like I would probably lose my job if I was there like I don't like 100% I would talk mad shit about all of them and most likely lose my job because I don't think I couldn't not tweet about how unfairly I was being treated at this place, because it's really
2: important it could go like really good for you like another company's like we'll never treat you like that and they want you or if you go really bad and you just get fired and nobody gives a shit
0: nobody wants you because they see all my shit easily. but
2: like if you go viral people will want you but if not like if you're not clever you're you're screwed i don't, really, I don't even necessarily believe that
0: uh all the way like I, I kind of agree with you but i do think that if my mean tweets are just saying i was treated unfairly by this person at my workplace and this is the result of it i don't think that's necessarily too bad but i do also believe that someone's going to read that and be like this motherfucker talk too much i can't mistreat him so i'm not gonna hire him
2: yeah which i mean Uh. it's probably
0: for the best don't hire me wait do hire me whatever (laughs) do what you want (laughs) like do, do whatever you want um Anything else you guys want to talk about before we close? Three, two, one? No? Everybody's good? Um, all right, well, this was a great conversation. I missed you guys. It was so wonderful to too. have you back. Oh my god, he cares! y'all hear that? I got it on recording, he cares. I, I was missing one thing, which was that um, uh, anime and Funimation, uh, uh, not anime, Crunchyroll and Funimation are finally merging, and they're going to be this one big anime conglomerate of greatness um and then gabe's just gonna yell about it uh which you guys can hear his yelling about it next week because we're finished for tonight goodbye with that note before
1: that make sure you make a a crunchy roll account if you only have funimation they will give you 60 days free trial
0: all right well now good night (laughs) everybody